It's time for episode number eight with entrepreneur mom, Aria Lighty. Hey mamas, welcome to the Being Mother Hustler podcast. I'm your host mother hustler, Kareen Mills. I'm a mama of two boys, founder of a tribe called Mother Hustler Nation, co-founder of the Game Changers Global Network, an insurance professional turned lifestyle entrepreneur, keynote speaker, and author. Each and every week, I'm bringing you stories and thoughts from mom entrepreneurs who will inspire you to take massive imperfect action, unapologetically chase your dreams, and eradicate your excuses so you can quit treating your business like a hobby and turn your side hustle into full-time income. I know being mother hustler is not easy, but sisters, we are making it happen even in this beautiful mess. Thank you so much for being present with me today. Now let's go mother the world. All right, my friends, here she is. Arya Lighty is the founder and president of the Mob Nation. And for those of you who do not know what Mob stand for, it stands for Mom-Owned Business. It's a national alliance of mom-owned businesses who come together to network, support, and learn from each other. It was established in 2012. The Mob Nation now has chapters everywhere. Aria is also the proud owner of Art a la Carte Mobile, a children's art program. Aria's biggest focus is her family, husband Kino, daughter Kilani, and stepson Jaden. Some of the chapters that she has is in California, which is in San Diego, Hawaii, in Honolulu, four in Nevada, eight in the state of Oregon. She has two in Texas and two in the state of Washington. I'm going to read this quote that Aria left on her website. At first, I wanted to blend in and be more like the business people I was seeing in the community. But I saw so many other women that were hiding their truth. I want to redefine the way women in business are viewed especially moms in business. Rock your purple hair, she sure does, tattoos and whatever. You can still be good and professional. The mob is bringing love, mob culture, support and community to as many as possible. I truly believe that the mob is changing the way women network. I'm so humbled to witness so many women stand behind such a new idea and help grow us. What has shocked me the most is to see the personal growth in each member. I love watching the close friendships formed, the businesses doubled, and the people grow as both moms and business owners. As moms that are running our own business, we know it isn't always glamorous, so we need to be able to come as we are and not worry about putting on a show for others. Wow, this is amazing. Arya is a very impressive woman, but while interviewing her, 
I could tell she has a pretty good balanced diet of humble pies like myself. I can't wait for you all to hear her. So without any further ado, here she is, the Mob Nation founder and president, Arya Lighty. Welcome, everybody. This is the Mother Hustler Podcast. My name is Kareen Mills. I am your host. And we have been graced with Aria Lady. Did I say it right? Aria Lady. Aria Lady. Okay, sorry. I knew I was going to butcher that name. (laughs) Aria Lady. Yes. So she is the founder of the Mob Nation and the Mob Northwest. And, you know, um, I believe it was two years ago, um, Brittany, one of your mobs, tried to uh, recruit me into Mob. But at that time, you guys were just starting. I think I met her in Connect Fest and she was doing unique, the makeup thing. And... um, at that time, you guys were just starting, and then I think she added me on your Facebook, and I've just been witnessing the growth, an yeah. amazing, massive growth that you guys have done, and uh, I want to hear your journey in terms of how did you get here, what challenges, because we all know, right? We all know we go through so much of those challenges, but I think the most important part is when, um, when the, when the, um, the mom or the entrepreneur overcome those challenges, right? Definitely. Yes. Um, yeah, well, we actually were founded in 2012. Um, and that was just basically like started out as a necessity for me um, because there were those challenges of owning a brick and mortar and I had um, no support system. Uh, I was a young mom, so we didn't really know that many women that um, had children or owned a business and definitely knew no women that were doing both. Um, So I just kind of set out to find my tribe. It started out as a Facebook group um, just to kind of have like a safe space for those moms to connect. And um, then as I slowly started building my business and building my name in the community and getting out into all those networking events and stuff like that, I really realized that there was a lot lacking for um, busy moms. So, um, I just started to set out to put together all the resources and to create events that were specific to business life. And I've finally got to a place, um, my new career now, my main one, I have a mm-hmm. couple different businesses, but my main one is I have a salon here in town where I live. Um, and I love it. So I've been a manageress now for eight years. And the last two years or two years ago, I opened my own shop and that's like, it's such a huge passion of mine. Um, you know, it's not making millions, but I'm so incredibly happy. I, what else is so busy that I can't devote that time. And then the second level was with my husband, like when everything was going down and we knew we weren't keeping the house and we knew the business wasn't going to continue on. And we knew 
at that moment in those years of that five year span of the fight, like halfway in, my mom had died. And then my dad and my aunt, we lost like five people on that two year span before it all ended. So there was a lot of layers of stress. We were actually conservators for my mother's health prior to that. So at the beginning of the storm, we're now making all her lifelong health decisions. And she mentally was deteriorating. And so her whole thing was how we were capturing her and keeping her at this home and medicating her and all these stories that she had created. And so we were the victim, the, the villains, right? Um, so, so much stress just piling on each other. And we, I would cry at night and Scott felt safe enough to cry share that, right? Mm -hmm. And I swear some of the most challenging times that we got through was by holding each other and just crying it out and mm. not knowing the answers and learning to trust. And I remember getting about six months before we let everything go and gave it back to the bank mm. and just stopped fighting and just, we could feel the stress. Like I wasn't eating, I was throwing up what I ate. It just, the nerves were so much. Mm. It was such a physical impact. I'm like, this is stress. This is when you hear stress gets in your body. It was embedding and I didn't want it to stay there forever. Cause I knew enough being in the health and wellness space that where is that going to show up later? And then you still don't even know, like you have to live it out. Right. And it did, but those moments were like, it's not worth it. Mm. No matter what we made, no matter how much money we made, it's not worth living like this anymore. And we did the best we could to protect our kids at the time from feeling the brunt of it. Cause honestly it was ongoing constantly, constantly something. Um, and trying to share in those moments of my parents last days and finding where their comfort zone was with that and where my comfort zone was with that and what I wanted them to remember them as. And, um, you know, Scott was there for all of it. He was there mm -hmm. to share his fears, to share his fight, to share things I was being protected from that he didn't think I needed to even take the brunt of through it. Mm -hmm. And it strengthened our relationship because we had each other to confide in with that. And even to today, like, we know from having gone through those things, there's nothing we can't work through. And mm -hmm. that when things get off, it's really just a communication issue. Mm -hmm. Is it, are we saying the words or are we sure they know exactly what we're thinking in our minds, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. What we make things mean versus what's literally being said. And we were able to build on so many aspects of that, just mentally and spiritually for ourselves and trusting in a higher power beyond ourselves mm -hmm. and giving all that away and knowing that we would be whole from it, not even knowing what those answers would be. And it was my first moment at that point of awakening. Mm -hmm. And I believe we did it together and we've had different journeys on how we absorb information, but man, when we connect even still today and we have these in-depth talks, like we're on a similar journey. And I know that you've said um, in your podcast before, maybe it was with the, was it Milena? Is that what her mm -hmm. name is? that when you get to that place and you're able to look at the things that are happening to you as something happening for you and not knowing the answer at the moment, but knowing our adversities are where we're going to learn the most. Mm -hmm. I knew that there was a gift to come from it. I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know. I knew there was a reason it was all just coming in. It was to get our attention. It was, it was something. And I made things mean things that were not correct. Like we're being punished or, mm -hmm. you know, but it was a way for us to open up our minds and open up our spirituality in a new way to where it can't possibly not lead to something better. Yeah. 
We've, we're hit bottom. It can only go up from here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They always say that your rock bottom is not rock bottom. It's the launching pad. I believe that wholeheartedly. I believe there are gifts for us to open in adversity. I believe they're being dropped constantly in front of us. And the higher power is like, just open the gift. Yeah. Open it. You'll stop well, going through all this. <laughs> the problem with us is, is, you know, when life is so good, we go so fast and those gifts actually have been waving the flag at you for a very long time. But because I, I'm very spiritual in this way, um, because we didn't pay attention, had to be something so big for us to freaking actually stop and say, okay, I hear you now. <laughs> it's, because, it's, it's like being slapped in the face. Is that big enough for you? Yes. Oh, here, let me drop a car in front of you. Is that not yeah. it? You yeah. Know. Yeah, it's, it's okay. messages. It's messages because, you know, obviously whatever you believe in, source, God, universe, mm -hmm. they can't talk to you. You know, they can't. It's not like a mom to a daughter or a son. It's like, hey, you need to stop. That's the wrong thing to do. They can't do that. And the only way they can do that is throw you a life's curveball because it, it's supposed to steer you in that direction where you should be going. When you're going the wrong direction, and like Annabelle says, and I had an interview with her yesterday, beautiful interview. Um, you know, just go with the flow. Like the flow is just so much more freeing. I mean, I feel I've never been so free before. And I always say, I, I, live, I live in freedom, you know, and we talk about freedom like it's, you know, America is giving us freedom, but it's really from your inner peace. That is where your freedom comes from. And as soon as you arrive at that, like you said, you can see adversities as gifts. That's when you really are free. Yeah, I agree. And you know? we also, looking back, because you can't connect the dots looking forward, only backwards. Steve Jobs mm -hmm. has said that. So true. Um, coming up for me, as you're even talking, like even years prior, just different directions in our business, um, as we grew it, when it was wrong, it was wrong. It was like going down a bumpy road and then mm -hmm. just having a flat tire every single time. And the more we took control and fought it, the more you'd still get up, fix the tire, and it would pop again. Get up, fix the tire, and pop again. You turn off the road, take a different route, and then everything flows. So I completely mm -hmm. agree with you. And I, where I'm at now, I can see exactly what I was supposed to find. It was time. Their calling was there. And I would, oh, that's not it. No, that's not it. No, do something different. No, I'm busy. I'm a mom. You know, it, it was there and it became very apparent. And I got this huge download and it said, you know, if you could do anything else you ever wanted to do, now is the time. Mm. Wow. Yes, you don't have money. Yes, you have all these obstacles, but literally you don't have to be what you were before. And if you could be anything, what would you be? And it was the most profound question I ever asked myself. And even more so the answers that weren't there, like it was mm. a blank slate. I had no idea. And looking, the, the money is really just a detail, you know, like I, don't, I think, yeah. I think we focus on money, but it's really just the detail and yes, we have bills to pay and, and I don't discount any of that because we all, we all have those constant bills to pay. Right. And if you've listened to my best friend, Jennifer on episode seven, she's also a mother hustler. She owns a CFO service company. Um, she talked about how um, their boat went out, like their boat needed some work in the summer. And 
they have a 18 and a 17 year old and then a three year old and a four year old. Beautiful. And I love that because they're boys, right? And I always say, sorry, saying I'm not beautiful any other day. You know, I just, I just put like, on to be beautiful. <laughs> like joking and they're like, no mom, but it's like, I don't see you very often like that. And it's just so different. And it's uh-huh. funny. But it's, it's like, so cool. you know, I mean, I, you know, I look at, photos of you know my mom hates being photographed <laughs> really but I get her in front of the camera when I see her and it's like you don't look at your mom in a photo well she really could lose 10 pounds you know like we're doing this yeah, it's like exactly. I really need to lose 10 pounds I really you know I have my you know I feel puffy today or whatever it's like no kid or anybody even your best friends they're not going to look at your photos and go well, you know, she really does need to lose 10 pounds, <laughs> yeah. you know? No, Never. we do that in here. Exactly, exactly. Okay, a really quick example, and you know her, but I won't say any names. Um, <laughs> on our Friendsgiving brunch, mm-hmm. you know, Irina was taking a lot of photos and she posted it on there and was tagging everybody. And I got yeah. two different ladies messaging me, quit tagging me because I look horrible. Quit tagging me because I look like a giant or like stop what you tell about yourself. Yeah. You know, yeah. because we're so I far on ourselves. I know. And I was like, I wasn't tagging you. I was tagging you because of the memories that was created in that room. Yeah. Like I'm like this child that you just said that I, I didn't see you as you need to lose 10 pounds or you look like a giant. You know, that is yeah. you saying that about yourself. You need yeah. to stop doing that and just <laughs> own it. Like, yeah. yes, maybe you need, maybe you need in your mind to lose 10 pounds, but who you are right now, you should just appreciate it because you get to yeah. eat whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You know, like there is no judgment. It's the tagging press. Like quit tagging like unimpressive yeah. photos of me. Why do we have to be impressive? <laughs> like, you know me, I don't give a F. And yeah. I just feel like women, we're so harsh on ourselves. We are. Especially moms. We are. So that's a great message. Thank you for that. And everybody's okay. drop dead gorgeous to me. Right. I mean, everybody I that was such a great is beautiful. I know the way they are, especially the candid photos. I really love the candid. <laughs> yeah. What um, last question? What's your definition of mother hustler? And when you hear or when you heard that word, what came to mind? My sister. You should interview my sister. Mm and my mom (laughs) but like mother hustler it's like the the instant image that i had was like just you know women who are just strong and getting things done and having kids and just you know having life eating life just like i'm working i'm having kids i'm doing it it's going to work out. It's hard sometimes. It sucks sometimes, but sometimes it's so great. You know, yeah. that's kind of what came to mind. And Thank you. Yeah, my sister, she is, you should learn about her. 
And you should send me info about her. Out there saving the world. Like, yeah, That's she amazing. Has two boys. She has two boys as well. And, uh, That's amazing. Yeah, I would love to get to know her. That would be <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Darina, can you tell my listener where to find you? Which social media do you usually hang around with? Um, and your website? My website is www. You don't have to say that anymore, right? <laughs> it's just darinaphoto.com, D-A-R-I-N-A photo.com. Um, I am on Facebook a lot. <laughs> and my on my personal page, it's Darina Nere. My professional page is Darina Nere Portrait. And I'm on Instagram also as Darina Nere Portrait. Uh, I'm on there irregularly. I want to get more consistent with that. And that's pretty much it. I'm not on Twitter or things like that. So I've yet figure it. I'm on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. It's like I have enough going on, right? <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for showing up the way that you do. And thank oh, you. Thank for you so much. And that, thank you for creating a community that I really, you know, I moved here two and a half years ago, almost three. And it's like, wow, I'm already part of this amazing community. It's, and it's such, an awesome. such a huge part of that. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you a lot. Appreciate your collaboration even with other women, not just other women, other moms and photographers even. Yeah. So thank you for being collaborative mm -hmm. within your peers and within the community and also serving the community because you are such a servant leader that helps others and are always showing people's truth through your photography. So thank you for doing that. Thank you. <laughs> Have a wonderful day. All right, sisters, thank you so much for listening and always supporting the Being Mother Hustler podcast every single episode, every single week. I know most of you take screenshots of these episodes and share it all over your social media outlet. And for some of you that's left us a five-star review, from the bottom of my heart, I'm so super grateful for you. Make sure you follow us on Spotify and subscribe to the show on iTunes. And it would mean the world to the entire Mother Hustler Nation community if you wrote us a five-star review. Because I'm telling you, this is not about me. This is not about you. It's about all of us in the community inspiring each other, learning from each other, and not allowing each other to make any excuses to chase our dreams. I swear I read those reviews and it fuels me to my core, makes me cry for great reasons, so I so look forward to reading those reviews. As always, sisters, don't forget to give, serve, live, and love. Have a mother hustling day.